Hello and welcome to a Takachu podcast. As this is going to be the very first episode of the podcast today, I am going to give a quick run through of what the Takachu podcast is and what the aim is of the podcast and give a kind of a general idea of different things I'll talk about and also introduce myself so you'll know a bit more about me before I get into everything. So let's get straight into that. Okay, and so before I run into the introduction of the Takashi Podcast, I am going to introduce myself. My name is Emmett and I will be the host for a Takashi Podcast. And so I've basically I've started out on my own. I'm just doing this kind of at the moment it's definitely just a more of a hobby thing. I'm just trying to do this on the on the side of like what I do, like in my own life away from the internet and things. And basically this podcast is a nice excuse for me to go on a tangent about my favourite series and any news that got propped up that excites me. And I hope that anyone who's listening on this will enjoy that, I suppose. (laughs) But um, yeah, so to get into more about myself, I live in England, so I am just going to apologise right now, but it's not a lot of very exciting stuff that happens in England. Like basically I talk stuff like anime, manga and gaming so much. But I will try to, if anything that does happen in England or like UK in general, I will try to be like, hey, so by the way, this happened in this country, woo! But it's not, it's not a lot, to be honest. I know that um, the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie's coming out soon in the, in the UK in, in next month. Well, it'll be March. I'm currently recording this on the 28th of February. Um, have I got that right? I have <laughs> shockingly I normally get dates wrong whenever I do things like this but um yeah so I don't I probably won't be going to see that or unless I can finish watching the anime and read up on the manga as quick as I can beforehand um I don't think I will do it's Jujutsu Kaisen is definitely up my street in terms of my taste in anime manga and I'm surprised I haven't tried to get into it any sooner <laughs> but um yeah I think it's, yeah, just get straight away from that a bit because I'm gonna go on a tangent about Jujutsu Kaisen. No, I have not watched it. I have not really read any, much of it either. I've only read, I think, literally like one chapter so far of the manga. So yeah, obviously not a lot so far, but I will hopefully try and get more into it and then talk about more about it. But to come away from that side of things, um, I am quite obviously into the anime and manga and gaming stuff, and I'm also a cosplayer. I have not cosplayed though in months. <laughs> saying this but I do normally cosplay at conventions and also item bagging which again I always take my item bags to conventions don't take a hold over me because I'm scared of losing them and I know what it's like in this country with basically anything that's not because it's quite unquote societal norms so I don't plan on taking out too many item bags around like in the general like outdoors world of me too much because I don't like, like the idea of potentially losing them as kind of hints in the name but um item basically means pain i'm probably am pronouncing it wrong i won't lie but um yes yeah, so pain basically comes from the fact that ice bags are quite expensive to put together so yeah that's basically why i try not to take my ice bags out outside of me too much because i mean i do try to get merch quite cheaply but generally speaking some merch more so is quite expensive and i obviously do not want to lose any of that much and I'm sure that any anyone could probably relate to that or not want to lose anything that is expensive 
because you know if it's not it's expensive it's not it's obviously not going to be cheap to replace and yeah the bank's probably going to be hurting as it is from that one purchase so but yeah to come over from the cosplay and ice bagging side of things and as I said I do obviously go to conventions I think I'm planning on going to MCM May on the just the Saturday this year I was going to go for the full weekend back in 2009 2020 sorry but that also didn't happen because of the global pandemic, unfortunately. I was, I won't lie, I was hoping to go because I was going to celebrate my birthday because my birthday was, it was also going to be on that weekend. But yeah, that obviously wasn't meant to happen, unfortunately. So this year I'm just going to go on in May, I, don't, I can't remember what dates they are now, but it is in May anyway. And it'll be gone on Saturday. Um, I haven't brought ticket, any tickets yet because I do not plan that far in advance for anything at all in my life. <laughs> But I will be going to Harper Japan for the full weekend. I'll be going with my best friend Emmy Ghost, who also does a lot of cosplaying and a bit of ice bagging and like general like fashion stuff on on like Twitter and Instagram. So you know, check her out, check out her stuff, check out her social medias. She's great. Thanks. <laughs> but um, yeah. Just- well, I'm, not, I'm also not going to be like sponsored by my best friend or anything for that um, but um yeah so we're going to be doing a whole week into Hop Japan I am mainly going I hope so Mira Ayn will be there performing because I missed him back in 2019 due to the absolute beauty of London transport that is obviously sarcastic because most of the trains were cancelled or were delayed or there was lines closed everywhere, which we didn't realise. I suppose maybe that could have been maybe realised prior to that. But some of it was um, kind of like in the moment, like, OK, so this is now not running. Oh, OK, cheers. <laughs> I don't like this. What? And I also had two really bad blisters back of both my feet as well. Like on the day so I was like yeah I was not thriving at all that weekend it was awful it was my very first time in Japan and it was an awful experience overall <laughs> not of the con but everything else around that the actual con's great but everything else revolving around that like the transport and me having two really bad blisters and our Airbnb situation which was a shock to the two of us yeah, it wasn't a great weekend. But um, to come away from the convention side of things, I will probably do some um, podcasts on some of the conventions I go to. Um, I'll definitely will probably do a podcast on Harp Japan. Maybe on MCM. I'm only kind of maybe on that one because I'm only going to one day. Unless anything super exciting happens, then I'm probably not going to get too overly excited about doing a podcast on MCM. But, you know, if any if that interests anyone like further down the line, then absolutely feel free to say so. And I will probably try and do a podcast on that if there's anything I can say about that day. But to come away from all that, I also do enjoy doing drawing. I suppose you can call me creative. I'm not the best at drawing on the planet, but um, I do really enjoy it. So... There is that. And I do also enjoy singing. I'm not very good at it. I am probably really bad at it. I might lie. But um, it's something I enjoy. And yeah, so I do apologize if anyone ever hears me singing. It's probably not a beautiful sound. <laughs> but um, yeah, so you know, it's something I enjoy. So I thought I mentioned that. And yeah, I think 
No, I haven't got, that isn't it all about me. I forgot something very important to mention. I do have disabilities. I am autistic and I also have a language disorder. So this is kind of where the whole theme of me going on a tangent comes in because my autistic brain kind of go galaxy mode and I talk about my favourite things and I just got a huge tangent about them. That is why I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> it gives me an outlet to kind of be like, oh my God, check this out. Oh my God, check out. Oh my God, my favourite like, like anime artist or whatever is like doing this. Oh my God, this anime is getting you seen. Oh my God. Like, yeah. So <laughs> that's basically the rundown of why I decided to do this podcast. <laughs> um, I think that's quite an innocent reason for that. But um, yeah, hopefully everyone enjoys listening to me go on a tangent about things. If not, then you know what, that's fine. <laughs> I will not be offended at all. And my other um, disability I've got is I also have a language disorder. So that is a very fun one because it means I do really struggle with my communication. Um, I tend to find that in general, my disabilities, I can't, they're quite intertwined. So yeah, it's not the most fun experience ever with communication skills. I am just really bad with talking in general. I can either go from one extreme to the other, really talking really slowly or talking really fast, which for me personally, I find it's quite frustrating, all of this. So, but you know what? I'll laugh it off at this point in my life. <laughs> I mean, what? I'm 25 now. <laughs> I should know. Yeah, I'm 25 now. I should know my age. But um, yeah, I'm 25 now. So I think at this point in my life, I've just learned to just laugh it off, not get too frustrated by it all. And just be like, you know what? It's fine, whatever. And so again, with the communication side of things, I do tend to find that I do struggle to find my words. So you might hear a lot of, uh, um, uh, <laughs> and quite a lot of like, sorry, silent pauses here and there. Uh, so I do apologize on that. It is again, it's part, of, part of me, who I am. So it is what it is. And we will just learn to, you know, fibre that. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's kind of the rundown on me personally. And so with a talk to podcast, to jump straight into that one, um, I, I feel like I probably have given the basic ideas on what the talk to podcast is basically going to be like themed around the stuff. And so I will give a quick rundown anyway. So it, it probably made it quite obvious, but, um, I will be mainly focusing on talk about anime, manga, gaming news that interests me or like series in general that interests me. So like today, for example, we'll be talking about Pokemon, which very interests me. <laughs> I am just going to go full like galaxy brain mode and all this. So hope you're looking forward to that one. And so, yeah, we've talked about a lot about anime, manga, gaming stuff. And I may, as I said previously as well, talk about conventions and things like do about like, cosplay and item bagging stuff maybe but i will be mainly focused on anime manga gaming stuff i may maybe talk about a little bit about j beauty bits as well because i do really enjoy doing makeup and stuff and i know that's probably not going to interest a lot of people really I, i'm not as far as i anyway if it doesn't obviously i will quite happy to talk about any old bits about j beauty and things but i don't have a lot of j beauty stuff but at my unfortunately in my possession so i'll probably wait a bit longer before i start delving down that little route and i may potentially just you know talk about different like foods and stuff i don't know uh, i'm not i'm not really good at foods and stuff anyway because i do have oh, come to my all 
my me being autistic, I do struggle with sensory problems. So I, I mainly find I do struggle with food, which really sucks. Or I won't lie, because I do see a lot of stuff and I look, I'm just like, it looks so good, but I can't eat it. Because my sensory, my sensory is just go completely like whack and it's not fun. But, um, because I had that problem with, um, because a few years ago now, me and a couple of friends went to Japan House up in London, which basically is like a, a museum, hint of name, it is about Japan, like Japanese culture and things. It was absolutely amazing. I loved it. And I'll highly recommend you go and visit. Um, while I was in, like, in London in general, um, my friend brought a like a pack of mochi and I was like oh my god never tried mochi before I keep seeing people talk about it everywhere everywhere and I hear a lot of good things about it I want to try it and unfortunately I do not like mochi because of my sensory issues hooray (laughs) it tastes tastes nice but it is all the texture stuff so I was like oh no I can't be doing this (laughs) so yeah that's a huge shame on my part but um you know it is what it is I'm obviously just not fated to be a mochi eater, but you know what? It is what it is. More mochi for everyone else. <laughs> so, yeah. So, before I go into a huge tangent about what I can and can't eat <laughs> and stuff, um, I'm going to end this little segment right here before I do go d- delving in further into a huge tangent because I've already like 30 minutes into recording this now. And I do kind of need to jump in to talk about what I'm actually going to talk about. Otherwise, I'm going to bore the brains out of everyone. <laughs> so, yeah, let's get straight in to talk about Pokemon. Okay, and so, as I'm sure if you if you are a Pokemon fan listening on this, you will probably be aware that it is now the 26th year of Pokemon, like basically being in existence. And... Unfortunately, I didn't start the podcast out while I was going through the whole 25th year anniversary celebrations. Was, uh, quite a lot happened during the 25th year, and I don't remember half of it, I won't lie. So, we've had a whole base about going like, down quite right quickly about what collaborations, things like that we've had during the 25th year. Um, kick off starters, we I don't, I don't know if it's actually part of the 25th anniversary celebration or not, but you know what, I'm just going to mention it anyway. The UK got an official Pokemon Center online shop, which was very exciting. I've ordered from there once so far. I have been very good with like resisting temptation, <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff on there at the minute that looks really good, and I'm just clenching the purse. <laughs> I'm just like, I want it all. I really want all the merch, but I, unfortunately, I am not rich. I wish, <laughs> I wish I had enough money to buy every other Pokemon website, like, as and when I felt like it, it would be a beautiful feeling, but unfortunately I am not blessed with money, so that won't be happening, and um, saying about shopping related stuff, Converse also did a Pokemon related, uh, Pokemon um, collaboration, I did buy the the black Pokemon Converse is, it has, I'm looking from the shoes from a distance, well, I'm not wearing my glasses, so that could be a bit dangerous, but it's got all the um, Kanto starters, like, like Bulbasaur, Chan, Squirtle, and got Pikachu on it, and on the inside of the shoes, oh, I'm calling it inside, it's not on the outside of the shoes, it's not on the outside, inside, that <laughs> makes any sense, it probably don't, it makes sense to me anyway, but, um, so on one side, like on the left foot, it's got Meowth on it, and on the right side, I believe, had Jigglypuff on it. I cannot see 
yeah, it is Jigglypuff. I'm just about to see Jigglypuff from here. So, yeah, they're really cute. I love them. They're super comfortable. I wear them all the time. Probably not smart because I probably should have brought a second pair because I love them that much. But as I said, I'm not blessing money, so it won't be happening. I did also cave in and buy the Pokemon Converse hoodie, which is really cool. It's just got like a lot of lightning bolts down the arms, which I thought was really, really cool. I love the effects of that. And it's got a picture on the front with, of course, a Converse logo on it. Well, it's, it's got the Converse name on it. It's not really like the official, quote-unquote, Converse logo. But you know what? doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. And on the back, I've got a list of all the different regions that have been, like, released sort of, like, within the 25th year anniversary. That obviously won't include Hizui region because the list was based on the mainline games. And I would... I mean, I personally would count Pokemon Legends Arceus as part of the main series. But it was like a prequel, if that makes sense. It's not like considered part of the, the mainline games, but I would absolutely consider it as part of the main series as a prequel. And I do really hope we get more games like Pokemon Legends Arceus in the future. I really, really love it, and I just can't stop playing it. Um, there are some bits in here and in the game which could be could be improved on, but you know what? I am not bothered because I am absolutely thriving playing the game. So I'm not bothered by any of that whatsoever. But um, yeah, so you had a Pokemon Converse collaboration. Of course, Pokemon Center UK online shops opened. We've had a lot of music release, a lot of collaboration, different musical artists. Like no one wants done Kate Perry. That's the only one I actually remember. <laughs> I won't lie. Oh, that's Post Malone as well, actually. No, I remember two of them. That was quite good, actually. <laughs> I was surprised I even remembered one, let alone two, of the artists that Pokemon collaborates with for a whole like music CD and did like an online concert, I believe. And so the CD has been released, I think, off the top of my head. I know there was a competition to win the final, which I did enter, but I don't know if I've won that yet or not. I probably haven't, to be honest, I haven't heard anything now. But, um, you know, it is what it is. I hope whoever's won that really enjoys the final and track treasures it, because it's going to... It's, I don't think they're actually being released like, for people to buy, like, officially or anything. So, yeah, definitely one for a collector, not just for someone who sticks around to like a, a, like a final player. But, um, yeah, so we've had um, music and stuff, like Converse items. We've had, um, of course, Poker Center Online Shop. It's, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. It's been a lot more. But those are the main... Of course, there are a lot of like, TCG sets and things released. So I was, those are the main things I remember off the top of my head. And obviously, well, obviously quite prominent for me. But, um, yeah, so as I'm going to the 26th year anniversary, this... Is not because it's like a like a huge, obviously it is a huge year anyway. Regardless of Pokemon, it's twenty six years. That's a long time for any franchise to be going on for. But twenty five was obviously the big one because I mean it's a quarter of a century and also it's Pikachu's Pokédex number as well. So that's why the twenty fifth year was so huge for Pokemon. But going to twenty sixth year is going to be another big year, nowhere near as big as uh, the twenty fifth year anniversaries. But we have had a lot of stuff mentioned during the Pokemon Day stream and a lot of bits happening throughout the week prior to the stream. So we've had quite a lot of stuff happening in Pokemon CX. 
and that's got a 22.5 year anniversary coming up. And t- today, as I'm actually recording this on 20th February, I know that the main Latias sync pair has been released. I believe it's up my head for the 2.5 years anniversary. And I'm unfortunately broken at game currently, so I won't be scanning too much for any of them. I went broke for Cynthia. Absolutely worth it. Did get her in the end. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I've got 2.5 years anniversary Pokemon Master EX coming up. And there was some other bits for other games and stuff like Pokemon Cafe Remix, which I honestly have not been playing for a long, long time now. So I won't go too much into that. But now at the minute there is um, a Bulbasaur of a crown that you can get. Um, by the time this release, it, or by the time maybe you listen to this, it, the, the Bulbasaur could like, maybe not be available anymore. So yeah, it might be just worth trying to get on to Pokemon Cafe Remix. If the game interests you just to get a bulb sort of a crown because it is quite cute. And there is maybe a shiny pit plop event happily makes it more likely to appear at your cafe. So that's again it's pretty cool. But it's kind of Pokemon Cafe remix, because obviously I'm not that in that invested in there. Um Poker Sword Shield, nothing really major happened in all honesty. We got a whole event for Max Raid Battles, which I didn't involve with at all, I won't lie. Basically featuring the Gigantamax, I can't say the word, um, Gigantamax, um, like, Kanto Start Evolution, like, what was it, Athenas or Charleston Blastoise? I can't speak suddenly, I'm so sorry, but, um, yeah, Blastoise, I want to say Blastoise, but, Blastoise, but, um, yeah, so, had some Gigantamax raid battles featuring them, which, as I said, I didn't bother with. And coming from Pokemon Sword and Shield, Pokemon Unite, We've had a new battle mode release, which I'm sure is called Fury Battle. I did not write this in my notes what the <laughs> battle mode was called, which was obviously not very smart of me. I am no longer being very galaxy brain to do apologise. But um, I have not played the mode yet. Mode yet. It looks like a lot of fun. It's not. It's also not something to um, play if you're someone who wants to get really big, big into rankings and stuff. But it's also something just fun so I might actually try and play a few rounds of that at some point. Um we've also had Hooper added as a new um Pokemon to fight with which is looks very interesting which could also really change the way a lot of battles can pan out with teleporting different Pokemon to different areas of the fields and everything which I think is very exciting. And during the Pokemon Day um live stream we had Duraludon was officially announced as being one of the next fighters coming to the game, which I will say I was part of me was not expecting to see Duraludon added. I'm not surprised in the sense that Rayhan is quite a popular um, character at the minute, also with Pokestore Shield Hunt being released for that long. Like it's two and a half, I was going for nearly two and a half years now that the game's been released at this point. So. And of course, the anime is still ongoing. Rohan is quite a popular character at the moment, or from at least what I've seen anyway. So I'm not surprised because Duraludon is, of course, one of Rohan's partner Pokemons. And so, of course, it's quite exciting to all see a Pokemon that you wouldn't expect to see in a fighting game like that one. So I'm hoping they continue down that little route of adding Pokemon that you are the least likely to see added to the game because. That for me is what appeals me to play the game more than anything else. It has got a lot of Pokemon that you would expect to see, like also like Pikachu, Charizard, and 
Tan Flame in the way. I'm not surprised about Greninja. Definitely not surprised by. Sylveon. Definitely not surprised by either. Cinderace. Again, not surprised by. Gengar. Another one I'm not surprised about. There's quite a lot of them that I'm not surprised actually have been added to the game. But there are some... I was say more obscure ones. Like I was like Hooper, which I'm actually hadn't really seen a lot of people say about adding Hooper to the game. So, but I was class that's one of the more obscure ones. Um, also, Giroludon the camp coming, which I'd say is quite an obscure one. I hadn't raised really anyone wanting Blissey. Um, Blissey's a fun character player, so I won't lie. But um, I hadn't raised really anyone prior to that, so being like, I hate a Blissey. So there is quite a few other obscure Pokemon players in Pokemon Unite. So yeah, it could be worthwhile getting back into the game if you haven't played it in a little while. Just to, you know, test out on the Pokemon. At the minute, I believe you can get um, Hooper through a login bonus. So that is also very good. And to come away from Pokemon Unite with Pokemon Blint Diamond and Shining Pearl, They've had a new update to the game and with this whole new update and Pokemon Day, they've officially um, released the Shaman Offense to the games, which as somebody who unfortunately did not get to play the Shaman Offense, like quote unquote legally, because <laughs> I did have to use my, I think it's like my pro action game card, the one that I did like cheats into game to actually do the offense. It's going to be exciting to be able to actually do the offense, like through actually you know getting the actual mystery gift and everything so i'm excited for that one i haven't played it yet saying that <laughs> i was in fact so it is in that case but um i've been mainly playing through the um pokemon legends arceus daybreak update which is for me personally i find really exciting and i've had a lot of fun with it so far so yeah so definitely worth trying to get back into pokemon Dawn. Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl if you haven't been playing for a little while. Just to get yourself a Shaman, as that is an event Pokemon, which obviously must mean we'll probably be getting Darkrai at some point, and hopefully Arceus as well in the game. So that will, of course, again, be very exciting stuff. And speaking of Pokemon Legends Arceus, we've had the version 1.1 update, which, as I said, is called Daybreak, and it includes... A lot more um, quests, like side quests and some more battles. And to also include oh, the battles I want to do with Ingo at the training grounds. I hope my boy gets a DLC related around him. Because he's also another character. Sorry, this is all spoilers now. I'm so sorry. I should have, I should have done a spoiler alert before I actually talk about any of this. But... um. Yeah, sorry, don't listen on this from this point onwards. <laughs> if you don't want any spoilers, I'm so sorry. But um, yeah, so he's another one of the characters that um fell through one of the space-time rifts into the land of Hisui. So I'm hoping that we'll get a lot more on that because that would be quite exciting, especially as he's obviously from Gen 5 and I do love Gen 5. <laughs> so that's more of a personal thing for me. I'm like, oh my God, yes. Gen 5 Justice, woo! But, um, yeah, so that would be quite good. Um, also, we've got, yeah, that's the quest, and we've got some new um, outbreaks been ha happening in the game now, which comes with the update, which they've called Massive Mass Outbreaks. I'm surprised I got that right, because normally I try to say it, I get it wrong. Well done, me. <laughs> it's a bit of a mouthful, that one. 
But um, yeah, so basically these massive mass outbreaks means that if you go onto your like the world map for going out into a different area of the region, um, if you see like a like a black um, like a circle with a question mark on it, I mean it's gonna be a massive mass outbreak there. And if you go there, you can feed mice, um, lunch munchlax and agave berries, and munchlax will reveal to you what Pokemon are available in the massive mass outbreaks overall to catch and i know there's been spe some speculation on what's the one that icons particular means because it's probably not very easy to explain it's probably easy to explain like a visual thing but unfortunately i don't have that at the moment but um especially not with doing a podcast well it's just unfortunately not possible unless i go into doing youtube stuff which i may potentially do some point but Let's get back into on topic again. Um, basically, it had different icons spread about all over the map for that particular area you're in, and it will show if you have done the whole feeding munchlax on guy berries, which is feeding five of them. Um, it will reveal what Pokemon can be found in each of those outbreaks, and some of them do have different icons around it but one's got like a, a little berry icon it's like a little orange icon it means that you will get a guy berries out of that outbreak so that's obviously one worth of doing if you're somebody who wants to know what's in your mass mass outbreaks or unless you're somebody who just wants to be surprised by it then always don't worry too much about that you probably know saying different anyway to be honest but um so yeah if you don't know what's in the mass mass outbreaks you probably won't know what one drop the guy berries anyway but yeah again if you do feed munchlax of guy berries you may also know it's like a little like a star icon gets on the pokemon as well potentially sometimes and there wasn't speculation at first about um if you find a shiny there or not but that has been proven to not be the case that's kind of unfortunate in the way but um, basically means it's more likely to be another horde of Pokemon to appear after that first horde of Pokemon. So, for example, yesterday I had um, one I had, I think off the top of my head, I had um, Glamiel, uh, Mass Outbreak, which I went to see because like, I was getting near the end of the um, Mass Mass Outbreak um, timer. And I was like, oh, I'll just go to Glamiel as the nearest one. And after that, it had then, because I had the little star next to it, it had the Mass Mass Outbreak of just Pruglies afterwards and another one I can think of the top of my head as well is I was at the Ghastly one yesterday I had a little star next to it I had no chance out to either of these mass outbreaks by the way but um after I got all the Ghastlies um I had a mass a mass outbreak of just Haunter Pier and there was a chance for them all to be Alphas which was the case for me with my Haunter outbreak after the Ghastly so that was quite cool and yeah so it's quite a lot of fun and to continue along the lines of Pokemon Legends Arceus, there is also a like little a mystery gift code at the minute. So I've gone to mystery gift and gone to get with password. I believe it's top of my head again. I don't have any like the game on my on hand at the moment, so I can't really sort of say like exact like what's what. But um, got top of my head. If you go onto that and you type in Arceus Adventure, which is all one word to be like a R C E U S A D V E N T U R E. You can get 30 Ultra Balls, 30 Gigaton Balls, and 30 Jet Balls. So that is really cool. And 
to continue on with Pokemon Legends Arceus, this kind of stepping away from the game a little bit, but a web anime series has been revealed as going to be happening in the year, which will be very exciting as somebody who is a big fan of the game and really loves the history region and hopes to see more games like this in the, in the near future. Um, this is, will be, could be very interesting to actually watch. So definitely worth keeping an eye out for that one. And to come to near the end of me talking about Pokemon stuff, I've pretty much talked about all of that, but I, no, I haven't. No, I'm looking at my notes, I'm like, hang on a minute, I've missed a section <laughs> of my notes here. But um, before I go into the big, big news from the, the Pokemon Day stream, um, back into what's been happening during Pokemon Week with Pokemon Go. I do play Pokemon Go. I'm one of the people who kind of plays it like like religiously for months and then kind of stops playing it for six months and comes back to it again and plays religiously again like so tomorrow. I'm one of them people. But um I had a joke to talk on the weekend, which was good fun. It's I feel like for me personally it was quite expensive what it was. But I did get I didn't get a lot of shinies either, but what shine I did get what ones that I really do like. So I'll say not a lot of shinies. I mean I got what, nine or twelve. I definitely feel like all five three slots in the Pokemon um list if that makes any sense. But um see so it's even nine or twelve, I know that much. But um yeah, so that was quite fun. Um I managed to just about complete the quest to get Celebi again as well. So that was cool. But the big, big news with Pokemon Go is we'll be adding the Lolan Pokemon to the game from March 1st, which from me recording today, which is the 20th of February, it'll be tomorrow that the Pokemon will be added. So that'll be really exciting and definitely worthwhile checking out, especially if you're someone who does play Pokemon Go quite a lot. I would say that myself, but I'm one of those people who, as I said earlier, I do kind of drop out of it and drop back in it all the time. So... I won't compare it to me. <laughs> but um, yeah, so definitely worth checking it out. It, I imagine they'll probably release starters and as what they normally do in most regions when they release them, release a sex view first while going absolutely ham on releasing a whole lot of them. Although I must say it's quite disappointing because we've still got some Pokemon missing from different regions, but I feel like with the, um, the, the region tours that they've been doing over the last few years, like Kanto tour and also the most recent Johto tour, they'll probably do a home tour at some point, which will probably be a release of Pokemon like Kecleon, which I know a lot of people have been like pleading for it to be released into the game. So hopefully we'll see that at some point, and maybe it won't be quite as expensive. Uh, or if it's going to be at the same amount of money for the ticket, hopefully it'll be a lot more to it and a lot more exciting, a lot more worthwhile for your money. But um, I think a lot of that depends on the where you live and what you can do during the the timeline of the event being available with the ticket. So I mean there isn't, I mean there is a a, a decentish Pokemon Go community where I live, but unfortunately there wasn't really much planned out for the Johto tour or anything like that. It hadn't really been a lot planned out anyway for months. Part of that is obviously called the pandemic, but. Well, I haven't planned anyway in general, regardless of that. So that's a shame. But um, to go into what would be the big news now is we've had Gen 9 officially revealed during the stream, which was, of course, very exciting. I personally thought it was, I think it might have been a little bit too soon, but at the same time, Pokemon Sword and Shield by the time 
Pokemon Violet and Scarlet. And Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, they're officially called in order. Will be released. The Pokemon Sword Shield games will be about three years old. So that probably is about right, to be fair, for a release. It probably just feels a bit soon because of when it was announced, not when it releases so much. But um, to go into that, as I said, the versions will be called Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And it'll be coming late 2022, so that'll be obviously later this year. I can imagine it'll be a November release. Generally, most Pokemon games, like the main the mainline games, release in November normally. And so that'll be very exciting. And so far, we have had a few little bits released. Like we've also had some footage. We'll be able to see some of the Pokemon that are being available in the game. I won't go into that list because I will go on a huge tangent about that. I've probably have been talking about over half now easily in this episode. Overall, that's not even just on Pokemon. But um, we have had um, a few of the new Pokemon reveals. Obviously, the Star Pokemon. We've had the Grass type, or the usual Grass type, Fire type, Water type starters. We've had the the first the Grass starter is called Sprigatito. I'm probably am pronouncing that wrong. But that is a, a grass type starter. It is a cat Pokemon. So I don't know. I can't. I, I really should kept notes on what these actual Pokemon are, really. I'm like, ARD has been coming out with the um, release of all the information stuff been coming out over like the last like, nearly 12 hours. But um, yeah, I don't fall that far ahead, unfortunately. <laughs> and so we've had the Fire Starter, of course, also reveals. Which is Fukoko, I believe it's called. It's kind of like a little, like I think it's like a little dinosaur, like a, like a little crocodile thing. He's quite cute. Um, he's not my favourite, but he's very cute. I mean, they're all very cute, to be honest. But Spaghetto is my favourite. I just love cats, so that all was an instant, like, yeah, that's it. That's our starter for me. So, yeah. Sorry to any Fukoko or the Water Sub Starter fans, which I'll go into next. Which are water starter, which is a duck, is called a quaxley, I believe it's pronounced as. So it's quite nice to see. I suppose it's, it's kind of, I don't know, I feel like for me personally, it kind of also almost reminds me of like back in the day, like when the older games were like first releasing, where it got quite like quite and quite like funky designs for some of the Pokemon. But sorry, that's quite fun. Um, all the signs, I said, are quite fun. They're very cute. I'm looking forward to seeing what their evolutions will be. Um, and personally, I'm hoping that Spagatito will evolve into. Normally, the Pokemon stars do nowadays evolve into dual typed Pokemon. But you know, if I don't, then you know what? I'm not gonna be mad. But if I do turn into dual type stars, I'm hoping Spagatito will become either. Grass and Fairy or Grass and Psychic, which would be quite cool. Fuck okay, it would be quite fun if it was like a fire ground, maybe fire and dragon, maybe even like a fire and ghost or something. It's it basically long as not fire and fighting, I'd be quite happy. Um there's nothing wrong with fire fighting types, but it's it's been a lot of starters, fire and fighting types, unfortunately. Or we're saying that there has been a fire and dark type start. A type um, fire evolution starter, obviously Incineroar. Um, I can't remember mentioning that as being one of the types I wanted for Hook Oko, but you know what? Anything be good for that little boy, to be honest. And Quaxley, um, 
or dead birds. So I won't be surprised if it turns into water and flying type. But obviously not all like actual bird Pokemon norm always have like the, the flying type typing to them. So it'll be quite fun to see like a actual like, bird Pokemon chilled up to anything that's not a flying type would be quite fun. So maybe like water and steel or maybe even like a water and maybe a ghost or something. It'd be quite quite cool. So yeah, that'd be quite that'd be quite exciting. And so the new region will be based on Spain, which is of course not far from here, in Little Old England. Which where um oh god I've got the name of the region now for um the most recent gem for Pokemon Sword and Shield. That's gone oh my brain that's, my brain's completely blank now. But um yeah, basically the Pokemon Sword and Shield region was based on UK. Like there were certain parts that were based around in London, which I'm not far from at all, which was quite quite cool. It was quite exciting. More so for me, also living in this country, being able to see like different parts of the region based on like obviously different areas, like in like some areas near where I live and stuff. So I I really, really hope that all the Spanish Pokemon players will get to enjoy the same thing that us like uh, British players, like UK players have had throughout the time of playing Pokemon Sword Shield. And so, yeah, that's all very, very exciting. We have had quite a lot of news come out over the last week, especially on Pokemon Day, which was, of course, yesterday at the time of recording. So it's all very exciting. Um, the one thing I was quite disappointed not to see was news of Pokemon Sleep, which basically I think is just... I'm saying think because there's another thing that's been said about this, this app or game for a long time now. It got re- revealed around St. Armour's Pokemon Unite, I believe, off the top of my head. But nothing else has been said about it since. So I I wouldn't be surprised if the game has been cancelled. Because generally, normally, if they just choose to please stop talking about a, a development, or development of any game or anything like that, generally it's a bit of a telltale sign that it's likely been cancelled. Or it could just be something that's been put on like the back bunker just to make like, time and space for more like important work, like also Pokemon Scarlet and Violet releasing, and other Pokemon games potentially releasing and stuff. So, yeah, it's a shame, but it is what it is. But I'm also also hoping to see some Pokemon Gen 5 remakes. <laughs> There's probably me being, being really hopeful and a bit too wishful on that front, but I'm just a really big fan of Gen 5. So... I'm not surprised in the slightest there is no Gen 5 information, like remake stuff revealed. It's, it is definitely a bit too soon. Obviously, Pokemon Brilliant Dump Shine Bowl I released back in November last year. So it's not something I should have expected, but it's also something that didn't happen either. So I imagine if we give it probably until 2024, maybe, pro release around then. I love it really soon, it was just because I really love Gen 5. <laughs> but um, yeah, it is what it is. Um, if God's ways, you've got to wait. It, it, that, that's what happens in life. But um, that's one thing I was really hoping for as well. So, I mean, generally, a lot of stuff I really wanted to see was revealed in the game, even throughout the stream, sorry. Um, I did want Pokemon Legends Arcus DLC, which we've got the next best thing or well, next best thing it was better actually to be honest it was a free update with more game content so that's all good i've pretty much played most of it right now i think i've actually played all of the new updates to be honest 
one sitting last night. I stayed up till probably about three in the morning, four in the morning, doing that, and also watching Sea Dog VA um, stream on Twitch about Obey Me, which is something I'll be doing for the next podcast. I'll be talking about Obey Me. So, that'd be exciting for any Obey Me fans here listening in, if anyone listens. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm probably going to end this um section here because i've been talking about pokemon in general for over half an hour now and yeah so we can come to the end of stream now i really love that stream i meant to have said podcast i've got myself confused because talk about twitch <laughs> so yeah my brain's obviously completely like pooped today i'm so sorry <laughs> okay and so this is the end of this very first episode of the Taki Tree Podcast. Um, this has actually been quite fun to do. Uh, probably is a mess to listen to. I'm so sorry. But uh, I've had a lot of fun talking about Pokemon in general, about a lot of the new stuff coming. So, yeah, I'll definitely be doing talk about Pokemon in the future in some future podcast episodes. Especially with Pokemon Scarlet and Fire releasing later this year. I'll talk about some more about the um, news that releases. I'm honestly hoping don't get too much reveals about the games. Like we did the Pokemon Sword Shield prior to release because it was quite fun to go into game much more blindly. Like, quote unquote. Uh, it's, you don't have to, they're not just sitting there having literally everything. Like, trying to like, hey, this is the whole game. Okay, cheers. It's much more fun being able to go into it much more blindly and just be able to enjoy some of the bits completely like brand new like in the moment instead of being told everything and being shown everything so i'm hoping that happens pokemon scarlet and violet don't, we don't get too much revealed for the games or i suppose i can see where the disappointment of that comes in because also people will want to know what's happening in the game what's going to be in the game and stuff beforehand but that's a personal thing for me i don't like to know too much about the games prior to release i like to try and keep myself so out so as much out of the loop as possible like also to a certain extent so yeah we'll see how that well that goes <laughs> but um yeah so yeah that's it for the end of this podcast um hope you all enjoy listening on a tangent and as I did say I do plan on, on talk about obey me in the next podcast episode I won't lie I was planning on being the very first um podcast episode but also Pokemon Day and Pokemon Week hap- in general happening, I decided to put po- Obey Me episode on the back bunker for a minute and that could just be something that could be done next time. I and I, mean, I I did plan on releasing the podcast episodes weekly, but I might go for bi-weekly instead. So I will be putting this out, this episode out today or try to at least. I mean, what was the time recording? It is February 28th, so if it comes up, so I post any later than that, then there's probably an issue with me uploading all this. Unfortunately, I did have an issue trying to upload a pilot episode, so I gave up on that, <laughs> which is why this is, like, literally like, the very first thing that's been released now. But, um, yeah, so I hope you've all li- enjoyed listening in, and I will, of course, talk about Bame in the next episode. I will go on a huge tangent about that. Um, I do plan to talk more about the VAs than anything else because I find, I find, especially with like Obey Me, I find it's quite interesting that Soulmate actually released a game like for the Western fans first and not the Japanese, like in Japan first, which was a very interesting move and and quite clear saying that's really, that's really worked really well for the game 
and for like, the company and everything like, in general. So I'll be talking about that in the next episode. So on that note, I hope you all enjoyed listening and hope you'll, you'll I'll be able to listen to me in the next episode. Bye.